0: Fox Sports Radio, final hour tonight, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, hobo, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, help hope you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, let me just say this before we get into the most insane NFL or football story from the weekend. Right now, last NBA game of the night, there's a minute left to go at the Crypt, and the Nuggets lead the Clippers 106-100. to Yeah. Okay. All right, I get it. Nothing crazy about that. Nuggets are pretty good. Defending champion, all that. How many points for Melo? Except, (laughs) Melo's got 35. Except, tonight for the Nuggets, Mm -hmm. no Nikola Jokic. No. No Jamal Murray. No, still out. No Aaron Gordon. No, that's been available. And the Nuggets lead by four with less than a minute left to go. What about Alex English? Alex English, he's got 30. Lafonso Ellis. He's got 15 and four. How about that? We're up to like 70 points. Yeah, 65 say, points. They're, they're doing pretty those well. Three guys. Doing pretty well. Yeah. Kiki Vandaway. Ooh. 35 tonight for Denver. Sharp shooter. I got one for you, Smith. Go ahead. Marcus Camby. <laughs> Marcus Camby. <laughs> Nicely done. He's got 10 and 10. That's what he had for the Knicks every night. He was 10 and 10. See, I was going to throw out a name, but I'm like, I, I got to make sure it's not a not too soon. Guy. How about like, Fat Lever? Uh, fat Lever? Oh, Fat Lever. lever he's got, lever, yeah. he's got uh, nine assists tonight. Rodney Rogers? Rodney Rogers. Uh, he's 12 and 11. Oh, okay. As long as he's dominating on the boards. Uh, Dan Issel just called timeout. Uh, to make sure that they know what they want to do in the last 45 seconds. A three by the Nuggets has given them a 109-102 lead with 54 seconds left to go. Yeah. No Jokic, no Murray, no Aaron Gordon. Reggie Jackson has 35 points tonight yeah, to go Mr. Along November with 13 assists. DeAndre Jordan... 21 points, 13 (laughs) rebounds, and five assists. Clippers' revenge game. They are carrying the Nuggets in this game. Please, nobody ever tell me how good the Clippers are (laughs) ever again. Nobody ever tell me, oh, just wait till they get everything going on. Just wait till Harden and Kawhi and George and Westbrook all get together. No, you are losing at home to, yes, the defending champion who are missing their three best players. And you are letting two former Clippers run <laughs> rampant. All Oh, don't ever tell me the Clippers are good again. Don't ever tell me, oh, just wait. Just wait for George and Kawhi and Harden. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Kawhi's having a big night tonight. Paul George is terrible. James Harden is kind of just a guy. Don't ever tell me the Clippers are going to do something. He's taking seven shots in 36 minutes. Don't don't ever tell me about the Clippers Did anybody check to see if he had a fever or something? Don't ever tell me about the Clippers What's going going on there? Zubach has 23 and 14. i I, I I I gotta give him some credit. I don't think the Nuggets actually are playing five guys. I think they're only playing four on the court right now. It's really impressive, though. I mean, Reggie Jackson, they put up a graphic. It's the third game in his career where he's gone for over 30 with double-digit assists. The last time happened in 2015,
5: 2016.
0: (laughs) Let's turn back the hands of time. Michael Porter Jr., who had been invisible offensively, 28 minutes played. He was 3 of 12. He's the guy that knocked down that three-pointer to give him the (laughs) seven-point lead. Now up to 111-102 inside this final minute. But just insanity. Jackson and Jordan, 56 points. Holiday and Caldwell Pope 12 and 10 uh, between, you know, respectively. So getting it done in a big way on the road. Everybody keeps waiting for this Clipper team to coalesce. And not so much tonight. Michael I mean, Malone is going to be smiling like one son of a oh, guy. Oh, he's going to say, oh, it's always great. He'll give that stupid ass, like, because Michael Malone likes to do, oh, you know, it's a great win for us tonight, you know, without the guys and everything, but hey, how about that, LeBron? Look what we do without our guys. Hey, can't win without you, LeBron. Just, wait. You, see, Just Le- wait. you see LeBron in that game had zero rebounds in that blowout loss to the Sixers? Because <laughs> we started watching it a second time on one of the, uh, our monitors, and as soon as it started to get ugly, I, I, for the sake of all of our – People here in the Fox Sports Radio studios, as we are based in Los Angeles, I had to turn it off. I had to pull a mercy thing, just like they tried to do with the uh, Bears Vikings game a little earlier for me. <laughs> I really, it's an 11 point lead for the Nuggets without their three best players <laughs> on the road, and it's a big revenge game for Jackson and DeAndre Jordan. I mean, don't Don't ever tell me that the oh, just wait for the. Been waiting for four years for the Clippers. Four years with this. It's if it if your you have Clippers. To, if you have to wait four years or something, it's not going to happen. Okay, it's wow. not going to happen. It's not. You said that categorically. It's not going to happen. Wow, that's tough, man. It's not going to happen. If it hasn't happened in four years, it's not going to happen. What if you could change strategies to try to make it happen? What? Like you build your own <laughs> arena with a lot of toilets. Fast toilets, Mike. Fast toilets. I mean, get them the, on. Get them over. Get them in. Don't don't, don't even mention the Clippers again, don't Jason. They got the James Clippers Harden. In. What do you mean? Don't even Dude, got, he only took seven shots in thirty six minutes. <laughs> what the hell world am I living in? I uh, don't don't ever sell me on the Clippers again. Don't ever don't mention them. Don't tell me they're contenders. How great that? Don't no, no, don't don't. They 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 could be expunged from the league, and it would be doing wow. you saying, okay, great.
6: This is look so embarrassing, man! Look at what man. you just did there. This is
0: the basketball. You went equivalent. and greeted your buddy Ben Maller in the hallway, and then you whacked him in the back with a shovel. I love just ben. now, this is the basketball equivalent of a hail mary pick six. That's what this is right here. This is awful. Don't ever. No, no, sell th- me th- arm this arm one I can see don't. coming though. No, because <laughs> it's the Clippers. It's the Clippers. Don't ever. The don't tell me how great Ninety nine yards. Uh, no, don't ever do it again. I mean, statistically, me I mean, again. they were going through like we talked about earlier, the microfiche. all the card catalogs, no matter how you sorted it, you couldn't find that data point. (sighs) Clippers losing, games they should win. Yeah, we got plenty of evidence of that. Guys, think about this. The Lakers got blown out. They got their asses kicked by 44 points, right? That's not even the worst loss in Los Angeles. No, not not even close. No. (laughs) Wow! Oh, it's like Ryan Day on Saturday, going, man, they're going to talk about my game forever. And Auburn said, "Just wait, 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 hold my beer, hold my beer, hang on, hang on, but hang on." But Ryan on. Day was on, extra special because in his comments, he kept talking about, you know, when he he was felt bad because it meant so much to everybody else. Like that was his whole thing. He's like, I know what it meant to the fans, to the team. Like, did you not see the fact that people were calling for your head before this look, game? Now look, now let's get into this because this is the most insane story of the weekend. Ryan Day and Ohio State lose to Michigan. Ryan Day is now 1-3 and against Michigan. Mm -hmm. Michigan's won their last three. If this is J.J. McCarthy's final year with Michigan, although he should probably come back because he's not been that great, Uh, he's undefeated against Ohio State. And so many people want Ryan Day's head. They want him gone. Maurice Claret jumps out right away. Got to move on. You can't lose like this to Michigan. Well, what was great was before the game, we got you, coach. We yeah. love yeah, you, yeah, coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 60 minutes later, uh, coach, I don't even I'll know see you. see you in hell. <laughs> this is insane, and this is a delusional fan base because now everybody wants Ryan Day fired. Now, was I a big fan of how he coached the game no. Saturday? No, because he coached too afraid he was too conservative did you right? keep thinking that of a little inset image of lou holtz watching the game <laughs> would have been appropriate uh, what do you think what do you think about this game
3: so do i told I like, you
0: they were soft do i like the way he coached it no but just think about how stupid this is to say let's fire ryan day ryan day is 56 and 7 as Ohio State's head coach. That's 88.9% He is 50, doing the math. He is 56-1 and one against non-Michigan or playoff games. So the only time he's lost is when he's lost to a team that's won the Big Ten the last couple of years and gone to the college football playoff. He has also gone to the college football playoff, yeah. right? So it's not like Ohio State is winning seven, eight games a year and they struggle and we need somebody else new. Who are you going to get that's going to win more games? Who are you going to get? Who's Matt? Are you going to magically clone Jim Tressel or AI Jim Tressel? And, and Urban Meyer's going to show up, and you're going to win more games. You are again fifty-six and seven overall, fifty-six and one against when he's not when he's not playing Michigan or in the playoff, which he's gotten there, right? He's he's been in the mix for the Big Ten. Yes, they've lost the last three to Michigan. I get that it was. A birthright for Ohio State because they controlled the, the the rivalry for two decades. Trestle and Urban Meyer beat Michigan every year, no matter what. I think they Michigan won two games in the last 20 years before the last three years. I get that you are used to that, but do you really think you're going to do better? You really, Somebody's going to come in, not only beat Michigan, but someone's going to come in. There's a coach out there that's going to come in and win just as many games as Ryan Day... Regularly, and he's going to beat Michigan and win games in the college football playoff. You know what? You replace him, you deserve what you get. You deserve whatever mediocre uh, coach comes in, and suddenly, boy, eight nine wins. Though no, we're building something new here. No, Ryan Day's got this moving pretty well. And if he won one more game against Michigan, would you want him fight? Well, he's two and two against Michigan. Unrealistic expectations. And a crazy ass fan base goes, Oh, I'm sick of losing to Michigan. We lost Yeah, it happens. Nothing lasts forever. And and you you had two decades of running the fast lane. Now it's been the last three years where Michigan's won. Guess what? Michigan's won before. They've beaten Ohio State before, they'll beat Ohio State again. Just like Ohio State will win games again. But to fire Roy- are you kidding? Are you kidding, man? I mean, the Syracuse looks like they're going to hire Fran Brown from from Auburn to be their head coach. If Ryan Day gets fired, I'd snap him up, no matter what school. Snap him up right away. The guy wins, but he can't be made. What do you think is going to happen? How, how, how do you think you're going to get better than what you have right now? Well, it, it, you're always pining for what's out there. This nebulous, other grass always greener you know, is the common euphemism uh, and, and thing that, that gets you going down that rabbit hole. I keep going back to the Harbaugh issue before this recent run-up, right? When he was winning nine games a year and everybody was trying to run him out the mm-hmm. door. He had to do the salary reduction, all of that nonsense. Like, where are you had going? To st- had to start taping the signals of other teams. Well, yeah, I mean, we still we, we need all the, the data to come through. <laughs> we'll start casting the movie soon enough. But the, just the idea that you, you were still winning nine or ten games most of those years, right? Eight, nine, ten wins huh? a year. Yeah. Huh. And your history, you go back to Lloyd Carr, you go back to Bo Beckler. Those are those titles were there was a gap between those and a long gap since. And a lot of failed hires, a lot of also ran seasons. And now you're in the mix every year. And you're gonna you were potentially gonna go away from that. Same thing with Ryan Day. Ohio State is a machine. And it keeps rolling. He's winning at an 89% clip. They outplayed Michigan in chunks of that game. They had a chance to win that game. And they fall short. Is that fireable? No. Again, you're going into the the landscape of, all right, what coach is is better? Unless Urban Meyer has already agreed behind the scenes to come back. And even then, I, I don't know that you open that door. But say you do. Okay, that that's a job switch. I guess I could get behind and understand why you would make that move again, owing to his great success and record against Michigan. If you are in fact going down the road of that's the only game that matters, you know, not the other nine or ten wins on your schedule uh, that precede it. But for for Ryan Day, it didn't help that the characterization of your team as soft got put on display a couple of times decision-making perhaps not as aggressive as folks wanted to see and let's face it there's enough of a alumni base that if they really just wanted to fork over the 46 million dollars i'm sure they've got enough boosters that'll write the checks equivalent to that and then some in no time flat i say it's foolhardy i agree with you 100 percent. got to keep going and look like all these nfl hires whatever else Make sure you got something behind door number two before you kick that guy through the first one. You deserve what you're going to get. You deserve the mediocrity you're going to get if you fire Ryan Day. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, Twitter, how about a fresca, Mike? It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the com studios. Coming up next, yep, we had a coach get fired in the NFL today, plus something you didn't know about some of the big-time teams contending for the playoffs in the NFL. That's next right here. Jason and Mike.
3: The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena.
3: Selena.
2: Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota.
6: On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This just says Christmas.
0: This just says Christmas. Let me see your sugar plus. This is Christmas Day. Hey, my family sucks, so I'm going to the club. Who's coming with me? Christmas Day night. Look what I got. I got some new speakers. Let's go. I'm worth $3 million that the government knows about earmuffs mike fox sports radio the jason smith show with my best friend mike Carmen, live from the tire rack.com studios uh we'll get back into the <laughs> scintillating monday night game between the bears and the vikings That the bears somehow found a way to win without scoring a touchdown yeah matt eberflus's first win against an nfc north team that is right wow Wow. Can you believe that? I still can't believe that's a true that's a true stuff. Yeah, he was 0 9. As a team, they had lost their last twelve going back to the Matt Nagy era. I still can't believe it. I still can't Matt Nagy, who's star. in charge of fixing the oh, Chiefs office. I can't believe that's true. I really can't. Uh so. It's not just about the Bears. The Bears win tonight and still. They don't have anything close to losing the number one overall pick in the draft because, of course, the Carolina Panthers, 1-10, and 10, yeah. are in the driver's seat for that. And likely because David Tepper woke up today and saying, you know what, we're not just going to give that bleep and pick to the Bears, man. <laughs> we're not going to do it. I don't want to sit here. They fire Frank Reich. Yeah, the shot. Second, second straight year, Frank Reich has been fired in the middle of How about the season. That? That's special. Territory. It's too bad they didn't fire him for Jeff Saturday again. That would have been fun. Yeah, that hey, would have been a nice Jeff. little, come hey. on, come run the team. Come on. You got no connection here, but this could be fun. Come, on, come run the Yeah, team. Tepper evidently leaving the locker room after berating people and dropping a bunch of F-bombs on the way out. Dude, this is a horrible job. And I get that, hey, there's only 32 of mm-hmm. them. And you are, But you want to be put in a position to succeed, and you want to be able to get – when I get that head coaching chance, yeah, I want to get in the club. I want to be someone you think of, but I also want to be put in a position to succeed and win. And when you're not, you're not going to get another chance. So if you're a head coaching candidate right now, you can go and say, really? You want to go and say the Panthers is where I want to go, where I'm going to be – have a, a an arranged marriage with a quarterback that I didn't draft mm-hmm. – And try to go forward and win when it's been enough to try to win this year. And maybe Bryce Young isn't what we thought he was going to be. And now you're going to make me try to win with him. Whatever system I want to bring in, my system, is not going to work because it's going to be square peg round hole. And I may get fired midway through the first season. You just fired two coaches in two years and you don't have the great reputation of being someone that, hey, this is a great atmosphere where I want to go work. Um, who are you going to get? Head coach, interim coach, head get? coach, interim coach. Now you move forward. And you look at what Tepper has because you're not not just playing in-house, right? You're not just, you know, it's just you. You're talking about you've got to go try to recruit a head coach. And, again, there are only 32 jobs, so you're going to have plenty of applicants because, look, even the buyout, of what Frank Wright's walking away with, think everybody would be okay with that mm-hmm. at the end of a run. You'd like to have more than an uh, 11-game audition. But remember Frank Reich, remember the video of him and Josh McCown loving up on C.J. Stroud? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one really kind of in the shadows here, right? That's kind of the background of this, that Tepper wanted Bryce Young, and this is what you got. So you inherit a quarterback that might not be your cup of tea, but you're also probably competing against the Chargers. <laughs> Against the Bills, right? Keep on going down the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The maybe the Patriots with right now the number two pick in the draft. The uh-huh. Uh huh. Bears with whatever maybe the number two pick in the draft. The Titans will be looking for a coach when Vrabel takes over for Belichick. But you know what I mean? Like you oh, yeah, do yeah. this, you know, spin the wheel in any. Any direction you want, right? It's, you're going up against a, a lot of folks, and you have to convince me this is a place where I, like, if I, this is going to be my first coaching job. Am I going to get a mulligan because it's a Tepper-led operation? That's where we're at in this process. This, this is going to be one of those, it's the guy who said Yes they're going to talk try to talk to a lot of people and think we got and it's going to be the guy who said yes and he's going to be someone who's not qualified someone who doesn't have a great system doesn't have a great but it's someone who I want to be a coach so bad I don't know if I'll ever get a chance so I'll jump the other 15 or 20 people that are better suited for it because nobody else wants this job No tournament. but that's the thing right you look at you know Johnson in, in Detroit he didn't want it last year you're not going back to the well like no. he, he he's going to leave what he has in detroit for that again when josh allen justin herbert and other top notch quarterbacks are going to be you know out there to to mentor and to work with no chance in hell what do i always say if you have a bad quarterback eventually you will get a new one if you have a bad head coach you'll get a new one if a bad gm you get a new one if you have a bad owner you're stuck until the owner decides, I want to sell this team, and he is someone who has come in with an arrogant way about him mm-hmm. that has succeeded in his life. And thinks I can take all the success and just put it right to a football field, dude. You can't do that. It's really curious. You can't do right? that. Man. Just in terms of the evaluation process, I you know again, it's all rumor, conjecture, speculation about behind the scenes. But you know the reporting and evaluations and everything going through like you're. you're Putting together quarter quarterly reports for earnings, it's like, all right, we drafted this guy in the fifth round. How's he? You know, what was the projection? What did we talk about? Oh no, he's not measuring up. Bryce Young, obviously, we had these projections for what our offense would be, and then you look around. It's like you got Adam Thielen, who was done. He was going to be a number three guy in Minnesota, and he had a great run, right, for fantasy purposes. He was a hero early. He's been invisible the last couple of weeks. That's your number one by a long shot. Who else is on that roster right now? now you're hoping to make Jonathan Mingo into something, something eventually. You know? Yeah. Right. Right now he's nothing right. He's a three. He's a four. Mm-hmm. He's barely on the field. And the other guys can't stay healthy. Marshall has has it popped up on the radar once in a blue moon and, and that's it that you don't have a tight end to write home about, which is the first thing you try to give your, your, young quarterback as you roll through the run game I like Chuba Hubbard I think he's fine Miles Sanders you overpaid for but the run game in theory should at least give you something but you're just you're awful you're awful and the play calling has been terrible and for the owner to make the change I think is just ridiculous like at this point what is it what are you learning? We gotta win games so somebody else gets that number one pick and not us. Where we have to give it to the Bears, we're giving them Caleb Williams. You can't get out from under a bad owner. What I was saying, you, when you have a bad owner, man, you are stuck, and and the Panthers are stuck. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is, this stuck. is a tough one, right? Yeah. I mean, he's quick triggered. Uh, you saw the other coaches go out the door. What? Deuce Staley, Josh McCown, others, and now you you go through the rest of this season. I mean, you might as well put Bryce Young in bubble wrap. Mm. At this point, what are you learning about him? Nothing. You're st- and you're stuck with him for the next couple of years. So it's like, okay, I mean, tacos, man, stuck. Uh, we got more coming up in two minutes. In fact, more NFL about teams that are hanging around the playoff race. I mean, not the Panthers. Uh, but first, special delivery. Steve Desager has all the latest. On the Pistons, snapping that 13 game losing streak. I, I read it on Sports Illustrated. The Pistons won tonight.
5: Uh that's a no. Yeah. Uh, it was a battle of two and fourteen. Two and fourteen teams, and they go. still didn't win. So they played the Knicks? Uh isn't it Detroit Lakers this week? Stay tuned. Lakers lost by over 40 tonight at Philly. Well, there are only five NBA games tonight. Washington won its game at Detroit, one twenty six-107. Kyle Kuzma, the ex-Laker, with thirty-two points, twelve rebounds, eight assists, just one turn. Here, the Wizards had lost nine straight, but got a big win. Detroit has lost 14 in a row. Portland won at Indiana, 114-110. The Blazers had been 4-12 this year. Jeremy Grant, 34 points, 17 in the fourth quarter. Pacers with 20 turnovers. The Philadelphia home win was dominant from the start, beating the Lakers 138-94. Lakers record now 10-8. Joel Embiid, a triple-double in three quarters. He had 30 points in 31 minutes. Tyrese Maxey, 31 points. Utah, 6-11 now after edging New Orleans, 114-112. Lowry Markinen of Utah still out with the strained hamstring. Zion Williamson in defeat, 26 points. Brandon Ingram with 25. And Denver won the late game at the Clippers, 113 104. The Clippers' record, 7 and 9. Denver was without three starters due to injuries, including Nikola Jokic, who has a bad back. Starting ex Clipper guard Reggie Jackson, 35 points and 13 assists, just two turnovers. Jackson, 15 of 19, shooting from the floor. Ex Clipper center DeAndre Jordan with 21 points. Uh, Starting was Contavius Caldwell-Pope, 3 of 14 shooting. Starting Michael Porter Jr., 3 of 13 shooting. And still the Nuggets win this game. In college hoops, number four Yukon over New Hampshire, 84-64, even though Yukon from three point range was four of twenty-eight. Connecticut plays at number five Kansas Friday night. The new number one in the AP poll is Purdue. Arizona up to number two. In the NHL's late game, a win for the San Jose Sharks at home, beating Washington two to one. Buffalo beat the Rangers. Columbus over Boston. Colorado won four one at Tampa Bay. And Calgary at home in overtime beat Vegas two to one. The Minnesota Wild fired coach Dean. The team has lost seven straight. Minnesota replaced him with John Hines, ex of Nashville. The St. Louis Cardinals signed All-Star pitcher Sonny Gray from the Twins for three years plus an option. Gray was runner-up for the AL Cy Young this season. The Dodgers are re-signing veteran outfielder Jason Hayward to a one-year deal. Kansas State quarterback Will Howard will enter the transfer portal, which opens in a week. Howard has one year of eligibility left. Baylor quarterback Blake Shapen also plans to transfer, as does Miami QB Tyler Van Dyke. And you referenced earlier from Bruce Feldman of Fox, college football reporter, that the top target for the Syracuse head coaching vacancy is Georgia defensive back coach Fran Brown, age 40, New Jersey native, ranked as the nation's number one recruiter right now for the 2024 signing class. And then we have... Well, the NFL game tonight. The Bears did win on a field goal with 10 seconds left. 12-10 was the final at Minnesota. The Vikings record 6-6. Six and six. Josh Dobbs, one touchdown, four interceptions in defeat. Here the Vikings had won five straight until last weekend's loss at Denver. They're on a bye after tonight, and then Minnesota will play at Las Vegas and Cincinnati. And by then, wide receiver Justin Jefferson should be back. He was still out tonight with a hamstring injury. The Vikings did get a field goal drive to end the first half. Otherwise, the offense had 10 drives just 12 first downs. Bears running back Deontay Foreman was out this evening. The two running backs they did use 16 carries 59 yards quarterback Justin Fields on 12 carries had 59 yards and two fumbles. DJ Moore, 11 receptions, 114 yards. We mentioned earlier in the show that here for the first time in 30 years the Bears win a game without scoring a touchdown. The Vikings in the last 30 years or so have actually lost four times when they did not allow a touchdown including the 2006 season when in back-to-back months it happened to them. They lost a 9-3 and a 9-7 game. In fact, there's a stat out of Chicago that specifically, since that 6 nothing Bears win against the Falcons we were talking about, 1993, since then, when the Bears did not score a touchdown, their record was... Oh, and 39 until tonight. <laughs> Carolina Panthers fired coach Frank Wright. Raiders waived defensive back Marcus Peters. The Texans claimed defensive end Derek Barnett off waivers. Jacksonville placed tackle Cam Robinson on IR. And this Sunday on Fox TV, it's San Francisco 8-3 and 3 at Philadelphia 10-1. and 1. Back to you.
0: Thank you, Steve-O. Now, I want to be excited about Aaron Rodgers coming back to practice. Could be as early as tomorrow. As early as, early as, as this, this week. week. Right? I want to be, be excited. But the season's over. right? I understand this. That he's going to come back no matter what. Most likely because he wants to prove I can come back from an injury like this faster than anybody spite. in the history of, of sports. And that's what he's li- how do I win this season? By coming back from an injury like this faster than anybody else we've ever seen. Well, you know, he's trying to build a cult. Any guy sure. that has a, an Achilles injury, he's the first guy to reach out. Now, I want to be excited, but I can't because the Jets need an absolute overhaul. And it's easy to say, well, the quarterback covers up a lot of ills, and you're just seeing the Jets' ills because Rodgers isn't playing. And Yeah, okay, I get that. And maybe would the Jets be a little bit better if Aaron Rodgers was playing? Because what have we seen? Offense is absolutely terrible. The offensive line can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers are awful. And good luck right you can't you can't you couldn't develop a quarterback anything else it's terrible the Jets need a new GM and a new head coach they need to replace Joe Douglas need to replace Robert Sala and here's all the evidence you need Joe Douglas has a GM the Jets are 20 and 46 Robert Sala as a head coach is 15 and 30 Okay, wins aren't a quarterback stat. You know what they are a stat for? GMs and head coaches. But Joe Douglas has has put a good roster on the field. No, no, he hasn't. Because I will tell you about some teams that have lost more than the Jets this year and are still competing for the playoffs. Cleveland has lost their franchise quarterback and their franchise running back, right? They lost Watson. They lost Nick Chubb. Where are they? In a driver's seat for a playoffs. Right after Watson actually looked like he might have uh, played a shaken played great off half. some cobwebs yeah. to look like the guy we remember from the planet Houston. Yeah. Played a great half against the Ravens, but now he's out for the year. But the but the the, the, Bron- the Browns, very much like the Jets with a really talented defense, they're able to, to overcome it. The Indianapolis Colts lost their franchise quarterback and their franchise running back, top five running back in the league, missed the first four, basically five weeks he didn't play. And now they're still in the driver's seat for a playoff spot, despite not having as talented a roster as the Jets. The Houston Texans are starting completely over with a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. Where are they? Driver's seat for a playoff spot. right? The Minnesota Vikings, they lost tonight, but they lost their franchise quarterback, haven't had the best wide receiver in the NFL for the last month plus. And guess where they are in the mix of the playoffs. Sixty two percent chance to make the playoffs. And now they're gonna change their quarterback. Exactly. Uh you have seen teams with bad rosters that have lost players that are still competing mm-hmm. and getting to the playoffs. The Falcons are in the thick of the mix of the playoffs. They had their starting quarterback, they benched them. Now they're bringing them back again and they're in the mix they're going to beat the Jets next week. Uh it's easy to see. It's easy I mean look, it's it's easy to see. Hey, just because a quarterback is gone doesn't mean your season is over unless you have a bad team. And the, if the roster was still good enough, the Jets would win games. Well, if the coaching was still good enough, the Jets would win games. They need a complete overhaul and Aaron Rodgers needs to be playing for a different head coach and a different GM next year. That's all the evidence you need. All these teams that don't have the talent lost more than the Jets did. And and still, here they are competing for the playoffs with records at 500 or better. Yeah, I think the biggest thing when you look at the Jets is that they they bent over and genuflected and, and you know kowtowed to whatever Aaron Rodgers wanted. List of demands in terms of how the roster was built, his buddy Hackett, all of those things. And look what! It, look Wait, what buddy, it ha- buddy, Hackett is coaching. I the I wish team? it was Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett's coaching the team. You like You, you like the way I bridged that together? I <laughs> said Buddy Hackett, buddy. That's pretty good. His buddy, Hackett. that's pretty good.
3: <laughs> and TJ, his buddy
0: Hackett. <laughs> and he's uh, gonna start singing like he's in the Little Mermaid, and he's singing now and, and selling Tuscan pops. No yes. question about it. But the point is, you allowed him to build your roster and control a lot of the money, and control the coordinator might work with you but it's been proven and shown that if aaron Rodgers isn't the guy under center it don't work so well you know why because aaron Rodgers carries his ass <laughs> right he he makes up for it. how many times have we seen little clips on the sideline of aaron Rodgers since he returned shaking his head after play calls shaking his head uh as he's hearing stuff on the headset you know there's a disconnect you know you got sold a bill of goods by this guy. You let him take your organization down a bad path because you were willing to, to suspend it all because you got the shiny toy to come to you after a couple of years of speculation. And all it's done is take you into ruin and expose the, the coach that can't. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen down the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tell you say, Do you need more evidence than that? You do not. Uh, Straight ahead, we got a special play of the night and uh, another quarterback. We just talked about some quarterbacks who may lose his job in the next week and a half. That's next right here, Jason and Mike
4: Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m.
2: Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena.
4: Selena.
2: Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota.
6: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
4: or wherever you get your podcast. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Michael. Bing, Bang Live from the Rack.com studios. I have a very special play of the night coming up in a couple minutes, but you would think that after playing so well, after getting... Tossed off the scrap heap by the Arizona Cardinals. Josh Dobbs found a home. Played pretty well. First couple of games with the Vikings. Didn't play great tonight, but still got a touchdown on the board in the fourth quarter that gave the Vikings the lead. Uh, His job status as quarterback would not be in jeopardy. And part of me i feel awful for the guy because he goes to arizona he plays pretty well they decide not only are we uh benching you we're going to bench you for a guy that's never taken a snap before and then we're going to get rid of you yeah and now you go to a new team and lie to him about whether he's going to be traded allegedly and and now you go to a new team and hey we believe you're playing great first couple of weeks oh but guess what happens after you throw four picks this is Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell following the game tonight where he was asked about Josh Dobbs' status as a Vikings quarterback. Now consider Nick Mullins and Fran Tarkenton are probably the next two guys up. <laughs> ah, yeah, Josh Dobbs is pretty good. He's going to be fine. Well, not so fast.
3: Look, I I think what Josh Dobbs has, has really done coming in here on short notice and really you know going uh, you know two and two in a, in a stretch where. Uh... You know, a lot of people might have thought Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson being out, um, you know, the the deck stacked against us. That's not the way this team thinks. That's not the way we operate. It's not the way I operate. Uh, We're trying to go out and win every football game we play. And uh, we're going to evaluate what we've been able to do, things we need to get better at. um, Wow, okay,
0: okay. And he goes on for another minute. Yeah. Uh, If Josh Dobbs wasn't going to lose his job, he would have said, Josh is fine, Josh is our guy. But really, really? Nick Mullins is better? Seriously, Nick Mullins is better. He hasn't had a chance yet. Dante Culpepper is better. Randall Cunningham is now, better. Here's the thing that is the slap in the face: Chris Mullins is Dobbs better. Really, is is that Nick Mullins may end up getting this opportunity, and it would appear we read the tea leaves and we read, you know, go through that word salad and choke it down because it was like what a two minute preamble <sighs> to getting to the. Hey, we're going to evaluate everything. Like no, Josh Dobbs. Been there for four games, eight touchdowns, and, yes, four-pick game, uh, five passing, three rushing touchdowns, five interceptions the last couple of weeks. Has uh, had some ball security issues fumbling-wise uh, because he's trying to make plays with his legs because most of the time Alexander Madison hasn't been able to give you much of a push in the ground game, so he's taking it upon himself. He doesn't deserve the shot to at least get a game with Justin Jefferson? Sure. That's not gonna fix some of the I mean, come on, man. Really? some of the distribution issues. And what? look, the Bears did a good job defensively against Hawkinson for mo- most of the night. They did a good job containing Addison most of the night in, in single coverage. And then the one time that he did break free because the defensive back went down injured, uh, he threw the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And he didn't give him a de- he could have moonwalked in, man. He could have done the worm the last 10 yards instead nope out of bounds so he doesn't deserve a shot with justin jefferson coming back after a seven week plus a bye hiatus that's i i i don't get it i don't get what the vikings are trying to do he kept you afloat and he still played okay yes bad game tonight okay two great games one okay game a bad game but again got you a touchdown that you should have won. That, that you could have won the game on. But no, no, no. You couldn't stop Justin Fields. That's a nice throw to. I, I really. I. I. I How about, I, about calling out uh, Flores for not sending the house and giving uh, Fields time to throw and finding <laughs> DJ Moore on that final <laughs> possession. Good luck, Minnesota. Good luck. Good luck. You. You know whatever Minnesota get, you deserve. You deserve it. You deserve whatever you're going to get. Ah, Nick Muller. Really. 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 You wouldn't have traded for Josh Dobbs if these guys were the guy. Is really? Nick Mullins getting love because of the success, uh, San Francisco and the system and all that stuff? Mm. He's our guy. We've just been waiting for him to get healthy. I mean, Super Paul Mullen. If you go Super Paul Mullins, that'd be all right. Because you can sing the song. I just don't think you'd understand. You see, Wrexham is second now. How about that? He moved up to second. Yeah, 6-0 win. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, Time now for the play of the night brought to you by Progressive. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. All right, Frostburg, what do we got for play of the night tonight? Well we could be really, really mean to you, Jason, but it's the holiday season, so we're not gonna be. We could play the uh Hail Mary pick six and be really mean. Mm-hmm. Or we could play the butt fumble and be really mean, but nah, we're not mean around here. No, no, no. So it's here's your play of the night. Season. Enjoy.
4: Time out. They'll save that for the field goal. <laughs> we are seeing another spectacular effort by Marino who fires the spectacular effort. spectacular effort. You know what the Jets were thinking? He's gonna take the ball and throw it into the ground. They didn't start. Do it. They all start. If you take a the offensive lineman, all they did was stand up. And Marino says to Ingram, I mean, that's the communication that they have. We saw fire on the two-point conversion. Tell Marino from the back of his hand, hey, throw the ball to me. Now, here's Ingram for his fourth touchdown. They just, I mean, this is a beautiful play. They catch the Jets napping. They're-
0: Jim, Jim, <laughs> Jim, can you believe that Marino fake spike it, Jim? Hey, happy yes. anniversary, buddy. Yeah. Happy anniversary to the fake spike. <laughs> Taking us all the way back to 1994. See, we were just hanging out in 93. We moved forward to Happy 94. Happy holidays, buddy. Sure, <laughs> sure. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, one funny thing about <laughs> watching games back then is that how much, like, like if a team had three minutes when they got the ball back, it was, they might not have enough time to the get down the field. <laughs> it's like, guys, three minutes, now three minutes is forever. Like, back then, they don't have enough time. Can't get down the field in time. It's going to be too difficult. <laughs> that is true. Uh, exit Alba Fresca, exit Swollen Dome. Say it, I Jason hate football. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Carmen. I hate football, but maybe not as much as Ben Maller hates basketball. Boy, the Clippers! That's next right here, Fox.
1: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at, first at first listen. listen.